This is episode 19 of The Gamer Sushi Show. This week, we talk a little bit about video game soundtracks, the HD remake of Halo CE, fall games, and we play either or. Hi, welcome to the Gamer Sushi Podcast. I'm Eddie. I'm Anthony. I'm Mitch. And I'm Nick. And this is episode 19 of the podcast, which is really not that big of a deal. You can drink legally in most of Canada now. That's, well, no one really cares about that. Let's be honest. In the United is that States, real? Is that, a new, is that a new thing? No, that's been around forever. It's not like the dog sled thing. Like This is actually a real thing. Hmm. Do you know, Why, this not the, this nine... isn't the age when like dogs can drink. <laughs> <laughs> This or is the age where the dogs can own you. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, because in in, uh, in most of Europe, it's 18, right? Mm-hmm. Some of the some of the provinces up here, it's 18. Like Alberta, it's 18. Hmm. Okay. They're like the Texas of Canada. You guys would like it. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? It means it bears the closest resemblance to Texas out of any Have part Have you ever of been to Texas? How would you know? They own horses in Alberta. No, see, let's just. <laughs> you know, I bet that I bet that there is just as like a, 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 the by like uh, per capita, I bet just as many people own horses in like Colorado as they do in Texas. Oh yeah, I, would, Colorado. I bet Oklahoma too. Yeah, Oklahoma too, probably. Actually, probably yeah. more in Oklahoma per capita. Boy, this went off the rails real fast, didn't it? Sorry. Yeah, it did already. <laughs> there are places in Canada that are like Florida. Like, what's the dumbest area of Canada? <laughs> Oh, man. Any place in Manitoba. Manitoba. All right. Manitoba is the Canadian Florida. All right. Just need to know that for my own personal. Or anything east of Quebec. All right. Well, anyway, Jeff's not here (laughs) this week. Again. Again. Everyone drink. Yeah, because Jeff hates us, apparently. Um, Yeah, I don't really know. He, He said something about how he never wants to do anything with us ever again. Well, I think he's like he's into like being social, and he's got friends and like a life now, so he can't be a nerd. I don't know. Ever since he grew the beard, he's a completely different person, right? I feel like it's I feel evil. Like that's it's evil, problem. Jeff. It is, <laughs> but instead of a goatee, it's a beard. I like that. Like in like in Superman three or whatever, when he when he when he's like dark Superman and he's like drinking and stuff. Yeah. And then he fights Clark Kent. <laughs> it's like bearded Jeff is like Bizarro Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna come like kicking the podcast door down with like a leather jacket on. <laughs> What's up, bitches? Like Spider Man Cliffy B are gonna be like pounding beers. <laughs> like Spider Man Three, he's gonna style his beard with an emo haircut and then do dance, <laughs> go to nightclubs and dance really poorly. What did we say last night when we were playing Halo Reach? We were talking about a uh, Toby McGuire. We were saying Chubby McGuire. Chubby McGuire. Chubby McGuire. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to video <laughs> games or to video games for the first time. There wasn't really much video game news to talk about this week, which I guess is why we went off the rails so quickly. <laughs> There's nothing we're like itching to get to, um, which is why you see topics on the site, kind of like the getting over the level hump and um, you know, it's basically difficulty. Video game which I gave up about. Uh, I gave up my hardcore run. By the way, I know you're all disappointed. Oh, well, yeah, you yeah. saved too early, didn't you? Because you only get three yes. saves. You only get three yeah. saves, and I blew one save in chapter four, and then another one in chapter eight. So I would have had to make it to like to chapter like thirteen from chapter eight, and you can't do that. 
Well, maybe you can't. I can't. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. No. Yeah, I actually bought Dead Space 2 on Amazon the other day because it was down to like 40 bucks, and I still had like $45 in gift cards. So I bought it, and it should get here this weekend, and I'm, I'm, I'm already nervous about playing it because <laughs> I was playing 999 the other night, and I, I finished my first playthrough of the game last night, by the way, which was awesome. But um, I was playing it, and I was like getting kind of scared just playing 999. I was like, how am I going to deal with Dead Space 2? <laughs> I'm getting scared <laughs> playing this Nintendo DS game. Just, so, just keep in mind in Dead Space 2 that you have the ability to kill anything that's going to come out at you, so... Yeah. You know, well, just, we I'm keep joking that Nick should just that Nick should just bring the camera over here and film yeah. me playing Dead Space Two. And just put I it think it should happen, and I think we should do that. Just Dude, do, it would like, be entertaining in a dark room. Two Dead Spaces, one Eddie. Two yeah. dead, that was my joke. Yeah, but we need well because the, because the, the like the meme wasn't two girls one cup. It was like your old watching aunt's reaction action. to yeah, exactly girls, Kermit the cup, Frog or, like, watching two uncle. girls one up. Yeah. Right, right. So, and, she, and, and so you show it to her, and she's like, "Oh my god, that's going to be Eddie," but he's going to be like, ah, ah, like a like a small girl. So and he's going to be like those he's going to be that. like those moms in that Dead Space Two ad. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we could send it Dead Space Two and be like, "This should have been your ad." Yeah. Not not the old women. This hard that ad gamer. Was sitting here freaking out. <laughs> Dude, Nick, seriously, I, I, it might show up tomorrow night. You can just roll over tomorrow night and film me. <laughs> well, I kind of want to listen. Does anybody, do any of our kind listeners, have the night vision goggles that they got with Modern Warfare 2? <laughs> and we could just strap that onto the front of the camera so we could turn all the lights off and Eddie could get really scared. <laughs> yeah, because that's the ideal way to do it is to get some kind of night vision mode and yes. just. <laughs> Yeah, what you should like, do is like turn off all the lights, put the camera by the TV facing you, and turn on a light behind you, so it's like backlit, and then we can just see you, but you can't see the light that's behind you. And then film it, and then watch Eddie drop the controller and grab his ear. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, can you come here and press this button? I have to do this right now. <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but that's coming soon. But uh, we've also got the topic up about video game soundtracks. I mean, we talked about it on a podcast a long time ago, but I've been getting really into video game soundtracks this week. Something about being able to kind of just plug in and zone out and play play those things while I'm working, actually. Like, Anthony kind of said, you said it was like being able it's to like, play the game. You know? Yeah, replay in your mind because you hear these like great moments in the game and you're like, oh, that's, that's just like uh, you know, when I first played it. You know, like this, this yeah. reminds, like it takes you back to that time and, and those moments and everything. And I was I was doing it today. I was listening to because we, we talked a little bit about how you're going to play Final Fantasy VI, uh, you know, pretty soon. And um, so that today I was at work and I was like, I really want to listen to the Final Fantasy VI soundtrack now. And so I listened to that for most of the day. Nice. Yeah, I listened to seven soundtrack and I've been listening to nines today. And yeah, it was really it was a good time. Well, and Anthony put up uh, the Chrono Trigger soundtrack in the Dropbox that we all share for all the files we use for Gamer Sushi. And I was listening to that before the podcast started. So I wonder how yeah, much of that I'm going to remember. Cause I played about half to three fourths of Chrono Trigger. Um, I have it on the DS. If you want to borrow it, when you return me my final fantasy six, <laughs> I had it on the DS and I sold it. <laughs> oh, you <But> yeah. kids. <laughs> well, I sold it. It was before I got back into my DS. Yeah. I sold it. 
and so now I'm back into it, and I will kind of. But wish uh, I- it's funny because, like, what I was telling Eddie last night is, um, I played Chrono Cross uh, ten years ago once, and still, so much of the music, like, I don't know if it's because I remember it or because it's just genuinely on its own good music. Uh, but I love it. Like the soundtrack is really, really good. And um, so I think I know like for Chrono Cross, cause that's a really good soundtrack. I think, I don't even know if you'd have to play it. Like as long as you just can put up with the old super Nintendo sounding, you know, music, I think it stands on its own. So yeah, it was cool looking at the thread, seeing all the different things that people, that people listen to Supernova force mentioned, um, Nears or near? How's it? Near. near. Yeah. And I've been I've been hearing great things about that game, but I've yeah, never it's, played it's it. It's become like kind of a big cult hit. Yeah, and it's a PS3 game, and I've never played it, but I keep hearing it's incredible. And I've never played the Persona games, and I hear those are awesome and have great music too. So, yeah, pretty cool. But um, and kind of in the realm of soundtracks, um, what's his name? Clint Clint Manzel or Manzel? I don't know how you pronounce it. But um, the guy that did the music for Black Swan is actually going to be composing the music for Mass Effect Three, which is pretty cool. Yeah, well, it wasn't. It, it's not all. I mean, it's all of the Darren Aronofsky movies. Like he yeah. did, he did the Wrestler and the Fountain. Yeah, he did Requiem he, for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream, which has that epic song that everybody puts in their trailer. Do 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 do. Yeah, yeah, he did that. So, um, I'm really, really like I loved. I'm, I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. I'm not sure, but. I loved, especially in the Citadel, the music in, in Mass Effect 1. And then mm-hmm. in Mass Effect 2, I felt like the music was really solid as well. Oh, and the final mission has some of the best music in oh, the game, yeah. I feel. Yeah, like the music in those two games were incredible. And then I feel like they're only stepping up their game with this acquisition. Yeah. Like the music's only going to be better. And I, I can't wait to 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 hear it or, or to play through it with that music and like the atmosphere it's going to create because if there's one thing the black swan music like really lent itself to that like dark atmosphere of the movie and i feel like so i feel like he's able to do that so if he can do that for mass effect like not like dark but maybe like epic you know uh i'm really really looking forward to what he can do yeah, it's definitely definitely a very cool acquisition for them. So I'm looking forward to it because yeah, the kind of what you said about the music in Mass Effect, it the very first the first one it reminded me like of Blade Runner, like that kind of feel, like that old sci-fi mm-hmm. feel, you, you know, um, kind of retro in that way. But yeah, it was very cool and it, had, it has a great atmosphere to it. So I'm really curious to see what they'll kind of do with this one. It makes me think that this one's going to be a lot darker, but you know, I could be wrong. It could be. Like instead of like instead of Chu being their empire, like maybe this is their empire. I don't know. What you don't think Shepard's going to team walk team up with a race of uh, teddy bears to take on the Reapers? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, I think if, if there was if there was an over under on that or a percentages <laughs> on that, I go percentages. I go one percent just so that <laughs> I'll save myself from zero. But yes, hedge your bets. Yeah. Yeah. I think it makes sense for the Mass Effect three to be really dark because they have to raise the stakes, and the way they do that is by you know killing people or destroying Earth and stuff like that. So it'll probably be a lot darker. Yeah, man. Now we're talking about Mass Effect three, and I just want to play it. Me too. Yeah, I want to finish the fight. <laughs> do you think it's going to make it? Do you think it's going to be eleven? I think it's going to get pushed to twelve personally, but I think it'll be eleven. I think it'll think be so? eleven. Yeah, oh. I think it will be. Yeah. Nick, you take your evil opinion and you get out. Even with programming for the PS3 at the same time, 
you think it's going to be pushed to and it's going to stick to 11? I mean, is it is it a simultaneous launch? Yeah. yeah. Across all three platforms, yeah. Huh. Okay, well, uh, I don't know then. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they I just push it... the PS3 version to 12. Yeah, they're just like, this. <laughs> <laughs> January no, I, mean, I mean, they did, they released Dragon Age at the same time. So, I mean, yeah. why not Mass Effect? That's true. Have some faith, guys. Yeah, they got the engine ironed out. I guess it, it's not too much of a stretch to think that it comes out this year. I hope it as does, lo- man. As long as I can beat it before my PS3 breaks in January, I don't give a fuck. Oh, wait, no, I'm getting it for the 360. I don't give a shit when it comes out. Then. Yeah. There you go. All I know is it's going to be it's going to be a, a tough race for Game of the Year. Yeah, it is. Since we did, yeah. since Uncharted 2 was our Game of the Year two years ago and Mass Effect 2 was our Game of the Year last year, then yeah. this is going to be kind of like Grudge Match. Yeah, Uncharted exactly. 3 versus it's Mass like- Effect 3, so... Yeah, it's like the plus one to the national championship. You know, they had the mm-hmm. other teams play it out, and now here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm looking forward of, to it. Yeah. Sorry, I was just going to move on. It's okay. Keep, keep going. Keep I going. just, I fail. I'm a fail man. Don't um, worry about it. Don't, don't beat yourself up. <laughs> don't worry about it. We all know you're a failure already. Um, <laughs> don't be Mitch. <laughs> in, in terms of other news, the only, the only other thing really that was kind of big this week was the Halo CE remake that got confirmed. Um, which is, I, it's funny, like, depending on when you ask me, I'll be like, oh, I'm pretty excited about it. Then, like, you could ask me, like, two hours later, and I'll be like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of keep going back and forth on it. I mean, I, if, if it's not Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes, I'm super excited. If it's just, like, an, yes. a, a really awesome update, like, graphically, and they don't change anything, and it's just Halo CE, and granted, the thing about Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes that was bad was just the ridiculous cutscenes. Halo didn't really have a whole lot of cutscenes, so I don't really care about that. The gameplay feels like Halo. Um, the, supposedly, yeah. it's not using the Reach engine, which I that makes me a little nervous. Um, but as long as the gameplay feels like Halo and that the multiplayer is like Halo One maps with like the pistol and all that stuff, I would love it. But yeah, my worry, my, my worry is like. Uh, um, uh, Master Chief's running uh, through the fields and then he lock blocks and then he flips (laughs) over a tank and then jetpacks into space and then slides (laughs) down the halo ring and then drop kicks a ship and then blows it up with a rocket launcher and then does a flip back to the ground. And then you find out it was all his hologram. I'm worried that that's going to happen. Like, Yeah, like where they went over the top and like the remake of it. Yes. Yeah. The uh, I'm excited for it because I only play. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we I had an played... email thread where we kept making Metal Gear Solid jokes, like mixing it with Halo, like he would fight Liquid Chief, etc. Anyway, keep going. On. <laughs> no, no, just I only played Halo, you know, by myself. I never got to play with really anyone else. Um, so I'll be excited to experience the multiplayer with other people and do co-op and stuff. Because I mean, I just play it single player by myself, and I was like. This is fun. This library level isn't as bad as everyone made it out to be, but the backtracking sucks. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, see, I'm looking forward to because Halo, Halo CE had some of the best levels in the, all of the campaigns. Like the assault on the control room level. Um, the silent cartographer, the beach assault. Yeah. Yeah. Like all those things, like it had some of the, the greatest levels in any of the campaigns. Um, and, you know, Halo Reach and Halo C are my two favorite campaigns. So I'm, I'm excited about playing it again. It's just, it never got unfun even after other things came out. I remember I went back and played it even after I had my 360, you know. So I'm, I hope it's good. 
Yeah, I think Halo's screw up. Other than Reach, you're right. Halo's campaign is the best one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll kind of see how it goes. I'm a little nervous about the studio making it because they made the, what was that name? Time Shift? Time time Shift, yeah. Yeah, which wasn't exactly like a stellar game or anything. Well, so So. forgettable. We had to think about the name for like five minutes while we were playing Reach (laughs) last night. We were like, was it it Time Splitters? No, that was rad. (laughs) No, Time time Splitters is actually good. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Time Splitters was good. <laughs> yeah. Time Splitters 2, I think, was really, really good. That was wishful thinking on our part, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of weird. Like, how did they arrive to that decision? Like, hmm, who could we, who would really do a good job doing a Halo CE remake? I know. You know what I mean? Like, how does that, how does it even come to that? Maybe they. Hmm. Who would make talk- a really good Halo cartoon? I know. Japanese Animation Studios. No. <laughs> Maybe they talked to those guys and found out that like it was the budget or poor management or some other things that were out of their control, maybe that made time shift so bad. I don't know. Well, I mean I'm looking at it, it got like it's got a seventy eight no, sorry, seventy percent on game rankings. So it's not the worst game in the world. <laughs> well, maybe they're like, all you gotta do is make this look prettier. It's know? not the Force Unleashed. <laughs> so this is pretty crazy. I'm reading here that they want it to be released on November 15th of 11, which is going to be the 10-year anniversary of Halo 1. Wow. That yeah. just makes me That's feel weird. old. Dude, that I is know. really weird. Because I was oh, yeah, I was eighteen when Halo the first Halo came out. Yeah. So Yeah. That's messed uh, up. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> well that's kind of a I mean, I understand wanting to do that, but man, that's putting it up against some stiff competition. I mean it'll probably sell like crazy anyway. I guess it doesn't matter. Well but, yeah, we're all probably gonna buy a copy just to yeah. do the campaign. Oh, I definitely will. I mean yeah. just it's I'm not gonna be it. sixty bucks, right? I mean I think it'll be like forty maybe. Watch, it'll be sixty. It'll definitely be sixty. If ODS, it's sixty, I don't think I'm going to buy it. If ODS, I might wait if it's sixty. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe get used or something. ODST was sixty. So ODST was fantastic. You shut your mouth. Well, no, it was just a small game. It just wasn't a lot. It's not the size. I'm going to bag on your favorite game. I mean, I don't think I don't think that that's I don't think that that's going to work if it's sixty bucks when it's being released at the same time as the next Call of Duty. The next Assassin's Creed will have just come out, and uh, Uncharted Three and Mass Effect Three are about to come out, and Skyrim, yeah. and possibly Gears of War. And yeah, like that's oh Saints god, Row. Gears of War. I forgot about Gears of God. This, yeah, this and, and four player four player co op campaign. I'm Which so excited about that. Yeah, I'm in on that. Yeah. This this fall is going to be so stupid. Mm-hmm. I need a job We're stat to jump on these pre orders. That's why I'm not <laughs> buying any games until I complete the ones I have in anticipation <laughs> just for November. Yeah. I mean, as like when does when does Arkham City come out? Like the summer? I don't even October know. Or September, October. I thought. Yeah, like I I don't even know, but it's like that's one of those I'm like I'm just trying to play all these games, you know, like I'll probably be playing Killzone and Dead Space and and Dragon Age like when they're budget titles. <laughs> like I'm not getting to those anytime soon. Yeah, I don't know. It just says fall 2011 is the only thing I'm getting. Great. It'll probably be November. Yeah, they'll they'll do November too cuz why not? Like it's like the opposite of 2 years ago when everything got out of the way of November and now everyone's just jumping into it. 
I, but not really because we have because we've already had Little Big Planet and Dead Space and Dragon Age and Portal are about to come out. Like that's all happening no. right now. Well, no, I know, but I mean for the games that are scheduled for the fall, like I mean, like most things get out of the way of Call of Duty, but we already got like three huge games announced just for November. Yeah, announced around the same time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. two years ago. And when does wasn't the case at all? When does L.A. Noir come out? Because May. Oh, May. May. Okay. Yeah. Golly, that that See? trailer, that first trailer for it is pretty incredible. The one I put up today, or yes. the one before? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, the one the today is trailer. amazing. It looks it's so really impressive. freaking good. Yeah, like I'm actually, I'm really impressed with the conversation system, with uh, like just the style of it, like graphically, it looks like a step up from, you know, because like Red Dead Redemption, like in terms of like its its environments and stuff, was really gorgeous, but like in ter- in terms of its animation, was impressive, but you know, it, graphically it wasn't great, even though like the world was gorgeous. But here it looks like, I mean, it just looks like even an update from those games. And I'm just, I'm really impressed when I watch this trailer and look at the gameplay and stuff. I really like the conversation system. Yeah, it looks like a really unique game. It's sort of like this year's Heavy Rain, we'll just say. But not in the way that, you know. Yeah, yeah but it's going to be like a total action game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's it. I mean, yeah, it could be really, really good. I think. Yeah, it, I'm. I'm getting more pumped about it, and got to add it to the list. At least it's yeah. coming out in May. <laughs> I won't get to play at least the fall. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. It's gonna be hard to come up with a with like a top ten. It seems like it could easily be like a top thirteen <laughs> at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. like I'm such. A, I, I'm I such feel like last year. Oh, sorry. Keep going. Oh, I was just saying, I'm such a dork. Like, I got, like, you know, for the year, like, a, a, a monthly planner or whatever. And I went on, like, Gameplay and GameStop and just wrote down, like, the dates on the calendar of, like, all the games that are coming out that I'm interested in that, you know, we know the dates of. And it was just, like, there's something every single week that at least I have my eye on. And it's like, ah, oh, crap. Like, there's, like, just in the first three or four months, there's already, like, 10, 15 games. So it's it's going to be a rough time at the end of the year picking your top ten. Yeah. So pretty much uh there wasn't a whole lot of other stuff we wanted to talk about before we got to Nick's game. I know Mitch, you've been you played a little bit of Magica. Is that how we it's just Magica, right? That's the way you pronounce it. It's not like some crazy foreign thing. Magica. <laughs> like Magica. <laughs> well, every everyone in the game has like a Eastern European accent, so maybe it's Magica or something. I don't know. <laughs> Magica. There you go. Um yeah, I played a little bit of Magica on Steam. It, like it's really good. It has a really good hook to it in that uh, you have like you know where your movement keys are, like the WASD keys, and all around those are your spells, and you can mix and match spells. Like there's an arcane spell, which is a beam spell, and there's fire and frost. So if you mix fire and arcane, you get a arcane fire beam. And if someone does an nice. arcane frost beam and you cross the streams, it creates a big explosion in the middle. And like oh, to awesome. cast. Yeah, dude, and to cast more complicated spells, you pretty much have to do, like, you, like tap out a quick combination of different spells. Because well, if you mix... Uh, this is going to get really complicated, and I might not do a good job explaining it, so just bear with me. If you tap out... Uh, to get steam, you need to tap in fire and water, and to get a spell called conflagration, which is pretty much just like a wave of fire going across the screen, you need to do steam, fire, steam, fire, steam. So you need to keep tapping keys and then press space to cast it. And you try to do that while you're being swarmed by enemies. Oh wow! It's, yeah, dude, it's like it's hectic as hell, and it's a ton of fun. 
right up until the last chapters when you meet enemies that will one hit kill you. But before that, it's really good. Yeah, that's kind of what I keep hearing that the last bit of it's unbalanced. But I've heard that it's kind of like doing like Mortal Kombat moves while you're fighting off hordes of enemies, you know, or like Street Fighter moves, like the kind of combinations and stuff you're doing. Yeah, um, that's pretty accurate because there's like there, like you said, there's combos you can do with spells and stuff, and you're mixing spells with other people, and you're like casting like shields and things like that. Well, it yeah, keeps you on your toes. You can, yeah, and I've heard that you can enchant a weapon, or you could create a shield around yourself, or you could shoot it as a beam, or shoot it as a. And so you, everyone has like their own options for how they want to play, and it kind of you kind of level up based on how you play in that right. Uh, there's no leveling as far as I can tell. Okay. There are different there are different uh, staffs and weapons that you can pick up that alter your stats. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you want to be a more efficient healer, you could pick up a healing staff. Things like that. Yeah, it, it looks really fun, and it maybe maybe it could hold off the Diablo tide since Diablo got pushed back. Nick, nothing can do that. Okay, I don't want you. To <laughs> I know talk Nick was so Diablo. upset about that. I'm really, yeah, I'm really, and, and not only that, but like, okay, okay. First of all, like their statement that they said, and we're gonna get into this a little bit later, but their statement they said is like, "Hey guys, if something doesn't get released in 11, we'll give you two games in 12." Yeah, which means to me that nothing's getting released in 11. That yep. to me is like them covering their ass because they know that they're not going to make anything in 11. Because as far as I know, I think on the roadmap, both Diablo 3 and Heart of the Swarm, which is the Zerg expansion for StarCraft 2, were supposed to be quarter four eleven, And it sounds to yeah. me like both of them are getting moved to 12. And I'm, I want both of those games really, really bad. So I'm, I'm a little bit upset about it, but yeah. Yeah. Whatever, but Torchlight's coming to the 360. That's kind of a Diablo-ish thing. Yeah, so. that's, that's, cool. next, that's next month. And Torchlight, and Torchlight 2 is coming out, which has co-op on the PC. And that's in Ooh, July. Co-op makes a clutch. Fuck. Yeah, that's, yep. that's in July. So That was Magic Torchlight's main co-op. problem, is no, no co-op. Yeah. That, that was the biggest issue with it. Damn. Yeah. That sucks. Thanks. I might have to play Scratch that. that dungeon crawler <laughs> bitch. I mean, I, you know, yeah. I, I know Nick, you're gonna hate it, but I mean, something had to give. I'm glad something got moved back. I'm kind of hoping something else gets moved back too. I keep hearing people say that they think Skyrim is gonna be delayed, and that just pisses me off because I don't want Skyrim to be delayed. <laughs> I think that has a bigger possibility of being delayed than you think because it's huge. I think because it's a new engine. It's they're not using the Gamebryo engine, so they can't just like crap it out. I think the fact that they announced a specific day pretty much tells me that. That's true. Things are moving along smoothly because Mass Effect Three, they didn't say a specific day. We're just assuming November. They just said fall, didn't they? Dude, maybe they just want a cool release day. Maybe that's why they said it. Yeah, yeah. The, well, possibly, but I mean, you you give yourself more uh, room for embarrassment when you say a specific day of being. Deleted. I know. I'm being an ass. I'm bargaining. No, I, I yeah, but I think you're right. I think they do want an awesome day. Oh because... no, no, you're not wrong about that. Yeah. Because I, there's only a few more awesome. Like once we get to 14, all your awesome days leave. Like so, because then you can't do clever. Like you can't do like 11, 12, 13. You know, like that's yeah. gonna be like the last cool thing you can probably do with a with a release day. So, what if some studio was just kind of like, oh, we're just gonna release it whenever the hell we want, and then they just like one random day they're like, hey guys, it's out tomorrow. <laughs> everyone's like, oh, without okay. any marketing, I don't know how well that would do. That's that would what be they foul. did with the. Uh, the They'd be like, list. like a boss. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what if they were just like, what if like one day ran like, let's say, um, 
April uh, 16th, they were like, hey, by the way, if you go to the store right now, Half-Life 3 is there. Dude, that's my birthday. That'd be perfect. <laughs> April 16th is my birthday. That would work What great. developer do you think could actually pull it off? I think a Call of Valve, Duty game Blizzard. pull it off. Yeah, though, Call of Call Duty, of Duty, of though Call of Duty rides a lot on marketing. Well, yeah, because the bros play Call of Duty and they don't know about release days. They yeah, just exactly. watch the TV. But I feel like Call of Duty is a game that like it has to rely on marketing. Haven't That's they released Call- it on Memorial Day for like the last like four years? Memorial Day? That's in no, May. it's in November. Oh what? no, I mean Re- Remembrance Day, which is Veterans, Veterans Day. Day. Right? Yeah. Uh, right. It's a around, different thing up here. They released it around that time, not on that time. You know, I thought they released it in November usually. Yeah. They, no, they do. I got mixed up because we have a different day up here. Of course. Well, they have do. to wait. They have to wait for football season so that they can advertise to the bros. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I. Th- um. I don't know. Probably. You know what? Who could do it is Nintendo because they don't really market some of their things a lot and they just sell people that's just true. go to the store and they see oh mario let me buy that for all my kids that's true i feel like a final fantasy game could do that oh when the hell is zelda coming out they said probably at the end of the year oh god dang it <laughs> that can get delayed into 12 that safely could. i don't have a wii so yeah that can be delayed forever oh, crap isn't final fantasy 13 2 coming out by the end of the year in Japan, I don't know for sure here. Oh, uh, then no. Better not. not. It'll probably come out like in the summer or next fall in the United States. Localization takes a long time, I feel like, yeah. for fantasy games. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, they want to get all the... the story in 13, do they even really need to bother anymore? Yeah, it didn't, and none of it made sense. Yeah. None of it made sense anyway. They can just kind of just bring it and I'll just play yeah, it. Yeah, like, 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 like I told Eddie, I was like, for all of the complete, I was totally not into that story. At the end of it, it was still kind of moving. So, I mean, I want to at least. You know, I'm not going to skip this cutscenes. That's for sure. But I'll probably sit there and be annoyed by them. Yeah. I don't really need to know what Lightning's saying. I just need to look at her. Cool. Well, that's about it for the stories we wanted to talk about, since there weren't much of any. Um, we kind of saved all of them for Nick's game. So if we want to go ahead and jump into that, Nicholas. Okay. This week we're going to play Either Or, which we haven't played since uh, early December, I think. So. This is going to kind of cover most of the little news that we had that Eddie just mentioned. Um, there's four topics, and there's three of you this week again. So, you know, we should get through this pretty easily. Uh, the The basis of the game is I'm going to present you two things, and then you pick one of them. Okay? It's a pretty easy game. Everybody understands how to do it. We're going to start with Eddie. I win. No, no, no. We always start with Eddie. I won last week. I was so happy. You did, yeah. That was good for you. I felt like that was a solid win. Thank you. Um, Okay, so we're gonna start the first. The first story, or I mean, the first uh, uh, topic is going to be. I'm sure everybody heard about uh, Activision, how they like laid off 500 people, and like it was a it was a big deal. They closed down like three studios, and like two, two games got canceled, and one is in question or whatever. They came for so, our Tony Hawks, and I did nothing. <laughs> so, so, um, so the first two topics actually are kind of about that a little bit. So, the first one is going to be: What is more disappointing that Activision canceled Guitar Hero, which is was a staple of gaming for a very long time, 
or that almost every article about the story used the word axed or axes in the headline. <laughs> and I actually have a, uh, the article I linked to about this has, I think, 15 examples. It's not just like a two or three people. It's like 15 or 20 people that used axed or axes to try to be clever about the story. 17. So, well, there you go, and that, and I, I don't even think IGN is on that list, and IGN did as well. So, that's pretty funny. Yeah, um, there was like the mainstream people that did it too. Right? Yeah, like just like CNN and stuff. Right? I mean, it was yeah. a big the AP big and people. yeah, yeah. Bl- Bloomberg. Yeah. So, just, uh, so just, Eddie, <laughs> we're gonna start with Eddie. Give it, and then we'll kind of talk about it a little bit. But which is more important, important, uh, disappointing? Sorry for you that Guitar Hero was axed or that. Uh, music or that journalists uh, are not creative. Go, Eddie. Journalists. Okay. <laughs> I am disappoint. <laughs> Bitch. Uh, guitar hero. Okay. Um, I'm going to say journalists. Okay. Well, uh, since Mitch was the... Uh, the odd freak. contrarian. Let's, let's the freak. Let's, yeah, let's the go. Fanboy. Mitch, well, are we just going to insult me the whole time, or are you going to no. let me talk? No. <laughs> if you give a wrong answer, we will. Uh, well, Mitch, why are you more disappointed about uh, Activision canceling Guitar Hero? Because games journalists all suck. We all know that. We say it every week. <laughs> how we're disappointed with somebody for something or another. And like my friends and I, we don't play Rock Band. We play Guitar Hero, which I know at this point is like some sort of great heathenistic uh error that we've been making but we play world tour instead of rock band so if they stop making guitar hero we're gonna have to go and buy a new set of plastic instruments to play with (laughs) so it's for selfish reasons purely selfish reasons oh okay and you didn't pick games journalists for altruistic reasons eh? no i picked because i don't like stupidity (laughs) (laughs) Uh, to be fair mitch uh, all the world tour instruments will work with all of the rock bands uh, Are you kidding look. me? No, they will. That's Would the best like thing. Change I've ever your heard. answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does your answer change now? No, I'm keeping my answer. Okay, yes. uh, Anthony. Um, I do not play Guitar Hero, or I mean, I, I play it like at people's houses, like Guitar Hero or Rock Band, whatever they got. I don't care. Um, so that doesn't affect me monetarily one way or the other. Um, I just really hate when I see like all of the media doing one thing and sort of following a a narrative and in this case just the headline was enough to really piss me off because it just shows a complete lack of you know um just lack of creativity and just laziness it's just lazy is what it is like just oh they axed them you know i thought i read one that they said activision pulls the plug okay i was about to bring that up I was like, the guy that pulled the plug, while still not creative, at least was different. He thought <laughs> he didn't step outside the box, but at least he went towards the wall of the box. <laughs> so yeah, like I, I just I, I can't stand stupid stuff like that. So it's like Eddie. they're all reblogging each other. You think that one yeah. of them would have noticed? Yeah, that's the thing is they all copy each other anyway. I mean, uh, maybe the press release that went out said axe, so then they all just they all just <laughs> exactly. <it>. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that's said they axed it, so that they, they they did our work for us. Let's just go with it. Or did any of them say Axivision? Let me look. 
<laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't, I don't think, think so. so actually, that, that would that be pretty funny. That <laughs> but yeah, no, I was just disappointed in that because I mean, we we gripe about it all the time. I don't gripe about it on Gamer Sushi as much as I actually kind of would Do like to without privately. <laughs> yeah, without because I was like I just would look like a troll. But except for that one feature you wrote. Yeah, that was about as much as I'll say about it, like on the site, just because the internet is written in ink, Mark Zuckerberg. But um, <laughs> I was <laughs> like the just gaming journalism just bugs the crap out of me. Like Colin Anthony was saying, it's all lazy. So much of it is lazy. So much of it is, is just press releases. So much of it is just the same crap over and over. So much of it is self pretentious, blowhard talking. You know, like like if I could just interject real quick, I tweeted about this for all seven people who follow my tweets. Um, one up did an article about forget the NGP. Here's what Sony needs to do with the PSP three. And I was just like, fuck you guys. The thing isn't even <laughs> out yet. And you're already looking past <laughs> it to the next thing. That is so stupid. I, Oh God, I just, I'm just going to shut up now. Yeah. I do actually have to give one up credit though, because one up was the, was the uh, blog that actually posted the list of everybody that right. used yeah. Axe yeah. and called out the rest of the industry. Yeah. So I actually do have to give one up uh, credit for that. Right? No, they 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 do still some do still do some good things. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the person that I gripe about the most is Stephen Totillo on Kotaku. Just some of the stuff he writes. Like I I wondered who was going to bring that up because <laughs> it was a couple uh, weeks ago. He wrote the thing about how he doesn't listen to music and video games, and then this week he wrote about how he let Donkey Kong Country Returns. He used the feature that let the the win button that lets that plays the game for you, um, which is fine if you want to do those things. But he wrote about them in a way that it was like like so self important, like like I chose not to listen to music, and I'm enlightened. And now I'm enlightened. But he chose to do it on Red Dead Redemption, which ends up having one of the best musical moments <laughs> of the year. So he's a fucking retard. Yeah. Well, no, we just need to be as visionary as him and read his posts with our monitor turned off. <laughs> hey <laughs> yeah, but when he wrote about the Donkey Kong Country Returns thing, my thing was like, I hope he's not reviewing the game because, like, yeah. if you're reviewing the game, like, why not just go watch someone play it and then review it? Like, that's the same <laughs> thing. Like, go to someone's house and then sit there with a notepad and then write your review. Why? Why it looked hard? That? Why not just watch videos on YouTube? <laughs> the just game looked fun. On YouTube, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, how are you supposed to tell anything about a game by reading Kotaku's reviews, anyways? Oh wow! All right. Oh wow! Okay, actually, I actually just wanted to say one thing real quick. Um, did you read uh, uh, Harmonix or Harmonix or however you say it? They they actually released a statement uh, about Guitar Hero dying. No, no. Did you see that? Um, so here, okay, th- this is the quote. It's been a wild battle of the band since 2007, but we respect and appreciate all of the hard work and innovation of our peers who have shared the music gaming space with us, and we look forward to rocking in the future. Dang. And then I think they went on to say like they felt really bad for everyone who's laid off, and they hope the best for them. I felt like it was a really classy response. It was very classy. From them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just, well, I just wanted to throw that on there. Um, nice. Okay, so on to the next topic. Uh, also kind of in the Activision thing. Um, so Activision, when they when they canceled those games and they laid off 500 people and they did all this stuff, uh, there was also kind of this feeling that they were moving towards, and I think they've actually, it was said in, in, in a press release or yeah. an interview or somewhere, 
that in doing so, they also want to focus more on Call of Duty. <laughs> Good which God. Which sounds ridiculous that they could even do that. So, um, which is sadder that Activision seems to be focusing more on Call of Duty or that the other half of Activision, Blizzard, is most likely pushing back Diablo 3 and or the StarCraft expansion? We're going to start with Mitch. Oh, do I vote about what's sadder for me or what's sadder for the industry? What's, okay, well, I'd like, to, I'd like to hear both, but what is sadder for you? Sadder for me? Uh, I think Blizzard pushing back Diablo and StarCraft. Okay. Anthony? Uh, I'm going to say, even though I don't, I'm not a PC gamer at all, uh, I'll say Diablo 3 and StarCraft. Okay. Eddie? I'll say Call of Duty. Ooh. Why Call of Duty, Eddie? Well, it's just, it's hilarious to me because it's like, because didn't they, didn't they ax Tony Hawk also? Yeah, I think they axed a lot of they, yeah, yeah, they kicked him okay. off his board. So it's like you, <laughs> you just got rid of all these franchises that you ran into the ground. Like they, they literally ran Guitar Hero, ran all those things into the ground. And, and their response for future-proofing the rest of their franchises is to run it into the ground even more. <laughs> like it makes no <laughs> sense to me. And surely they know what they're doing because they're billionaires. So, you know, forget me. I'm just a stupid guy that writes on a blog. But like... It's so ridiculous to me. Like you, you ran these things into the ground, and now you're going to do the same thing to Call of Duty as your response. Like I, it, it's baffling to me. Well, and, and a little bit like DJ Hero kind of felt like a fresh thing that yeah. is probably going to get axed as well. And I felt like it was st- kind of getting some <laughs> legs underneath it. It's going to get scratched. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. See, I was going to say you. I was going to get spun, but yours was way better. Way better. <laughs> Way better. But yeah. Side note. Scratch an axe. <laughs> side note. Surely it it like it doesn't take very much to make guitar because they said they're not also they're also not releasing any DLC ever again. So yeah. like surely you can get like five interns to make a DLC song. <laughs> like surely but, it's but, much more profitable <laughs> than not maybe, doing uh, it ever again. Maybe the music license was a problem like the money yeah, to pay the artists and everything because the because you know what i bet it was is too is like these artists probably saw how much these things were selling and were like jacking up the, their rates because they're like every, making more every money couple off of months. dlc than they were than some artists were making on their cds you know yeah yeah and like every couple of months wasn't like courtney love or no doubt suing activision for something yeah 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 exactly if i could just say the reason i picked the blizzard uh Diablo 3's uh, StarCraft thing uh, is because um, I like good games to come out no matter what. And it's not really a surprise to me that, like, Call of Duty's making Blizzard, or Activision Blizzard, tons and tons of money. It's not really a surprise to me at all that they're... I'm surprised it took them this long to want to focus on more Call of Duty. So, it, that, it makes me a little sad, but it doesn't surprise me at all. So, I've already come to grips with it before it happened. Yeah. Bitch? Uh, I just really, really want to play Diablo 3, like right now. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that's that. my only reason. And also, you know, more StarCraft is good because I'm, I'm getting into StarCraft. Not as much as you're into it, Nick, but I've definitely been playing a lot more of it. I love that, dude. I lo- I'd love to do some 2v2s or something one time. I really think... Yeah, we uh, should. I, I could show you my Thor build. Nice. I like that. Uh, one thing I want to say... Eddie, what language are they speaking? I don't know. <laughs> does anyone else feel like Blizzard Activision is just like... There, it's like two groups. There's, they're like 
Yeah. Is Blizzard and Activision. And Activision's like, hey, so we're going to like fire all these people and just do Call of Duty. And Blizzard's like, I don't fucking care. Just do whatever you want to do. Just don't fuck with World of Warcraft. (laughs) Like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just like, they're like, as long as you don't mess with us, you can do whatever you want on your Activision side. We yeah. have a game that prints money. I feel like they're like a rich couple that don't sleep in the same bed anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally feel like that. I that's think that good, that's perfect, that's Anthony. Yeah, I think that's I, perfect. I, you you do what you want. You have your horrors, whatever you have to do. Just, <laughs> just, stay, just let me have my money. It's a marriage of convenience. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. I love that. All right, so uh, so now we're we're moving on from the Activision part of the um, the game. The fourth <laughs> question. We're going to start with Anthony here. Um, I'm sure that uh, most people listening have heard about both these stories, but I'll just kind of set up a little bit. Um, on Twitter, this dude goaded uh, Kevin Butler into accidentally tweeting uh, a key for the USB slot that helps you uh, get around the security to try to hack a PS3. So that happened. And also, uh, Dr. Carol Lieberman... Uh, was quoted into saying basically that Bulletstorm causes rape. Well, or the violent games. Violent games. Have, have increased but, rape. Right, but it wasn't Bulletstorm specifically yeah. cited. Yeah. yeah. She's an idiot. Dick Wolves caused rape. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't even get into that. <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay. Bigger fail of the week that Kevin Butler tweeted PS3 security exploits or that Dr. Carol Lieberman says Bulletstorm causes rape. Anthony. Uh, Bulletstorm causes rape. Okay. Uh, Eddie. Push. No. Um, <laughs> Drink. I think I'm going to start singing. I started breaking the podcast. I I think I'm going to lead Kevin Butler on this one. Okay. I mean, obviously not. Never mind. I'll, I'll stay quiet until Bitch. it's time. Uh, I think I'm going to go with Bulletstorm causes rape. Okay. Eddie, you were the odd man out. So let's, uh, or did we start with you last time? I think we did. Let's you can go start with, with me again. Let's go with Anthony this time. Anthony started off. Anthony, bring it back around. Bulletstorm, rape, go. Okay, well, first <laughs> off, the reason I don't think... Bulletstorm, rape, go. All right. Um, well, first off, um, Kevin Butler, like, he's obviously not a real person. It's just some, like, PR guy, probably, that, you know, is controlling his Twitter. And I don't expect that PR guy to know what all those letters and numbers mean. I mean, if someone had texted that to me, I would have thought it was spam or, or some like bot or something like that. So I probably would have said something snarky to it as well. Um, but it to is be pretty fair, bad. He probably it shouldn't have retweeted it if you didn't know what it yeah. was. But yeah, yeah, keep going. Exactly. But keep going. Yeah, you, no, you're right. It, it is a fail, but it's a it's a minor. It's amusing. This lady saying that Bulletstorm causes rape is offensive and annoying and stupid and misguided and ignorant and fuck her basically <laughs> oh consensually you know not, <laughs> not <laughs> jeez <laughs> Mitch is offended and Eddie has left the podcast <laughs> I don't even really know how to respond to that <laughs> okay so we know how Anthony feels Anthony no, is... no, just like yeah just I think it's it's stupid to say that a video game causes you think it's irresponsible of her to say that yeah, exactly. It's it's okay. just completely irresponsible, and I don't know how she has her degree unless she got it from DeVry or something like that. <sighs> Zingo. There's nothing wrong with DeVry. <laughs> Mitch, uh, do you want to echo those words or? Um. Yeah. I I think that um, 
I think this is just another case of, and it's on Fox News, no less. The original thing went on. I think it's just another case of an ill-informed, uh, ill-informed uh, opinionist trying to get notoriety by making fun of the hot topic, which is video games. I think what's more sad about this is that the backlash she got is she's pointing to that as like emblematic proof. of the fact that that's proof that gamers are messed up and rapists. Like number one, the only people who are going to respond to her are idiots. And people who actually think that they're making a valid point by saying discussing stuff in an email to her. And number two, she's an idiot for believing that everyone who listened to that and responded to her is a gamer and things like that. Well, and three, like there's a difference between a troll and a rapist. Yes. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. There's, 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 to be granted, there's a fine line between typing an angry letter and then, you know, raping somebody. It's, Fine. It's, I don't know. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's obviously a fine a line, line, according to Doctor Lieberman, and she is a doctor. She knows what she's talking about. Yeah, okay. I mean, and to be fair, like you don't. If someone's like, "Hey, you have a problem with anger," and you're like, "No, I don't. Shut the hell up!" Like you're just you're proving their point. You know, probably wasn't the best for people much. to 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 reply to her the way they did. But at the yes. same time, you know. One of the things, too, that I'd like to point out is is it's sort of ridiculous that we have such a video game as Bulletstorm that allows someone to even say something like this. I mean, it's just so over the top and revels in being gratuitous that it's going to get this kind of reaction. And and that's probably what they were looking for. It painted a target on itself from the beginning. Yeah, and they're happy because they're just going to sell more games because of it now. Of course they are. Yeah. Well, now, see, I said the Kevin Butler thing just because, like, kind of for my company, like, I, I do some PR stuff, some social media stuff and if i had done something like that i'd be the biggest pile of crap at work ever um and so i just you know i feel bad for the pr guy that did it but like nick said he shouldn't have retweeted it if he had no idea what like you can still reply to it but you don't have to retweet it you know and and i think people are making i mean people are making a bigger deal of it than they need to because they're like whoa kevin butler i'm like it's not kevin butler it's a pr person at sony Butler is an actor Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> or he's a character, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Kim Miller's a character. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a character that someone <laughs> like is... if someone had tweeted it to Ratchet and Ratchet had done it, you know, we would, be, would we have the same <laughs> exactly? You know, Kratos if Kratos, Kratos, that. That. <laughs> key. Well, no one would dare retweet. No one would dare tweet that to Kratos. So yeah, Kratos would show up at their house. Yeah, but yeah, have sex with their moms and kill them because that's what Kratos does. Nice mini game. Yep. Okay, guys, and the uh, here's the last question, and it's kind of a fun one to end on. And I'm kind of curious to see what people say and, and how this goes. Um, I know we kind of talked about something similar last week with uh, with the uh, Prince of Persia, and uh, what was the other one? The other remake that we talked about? Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. Yes. So we already talked about that on the uh, PlayStation side. So now this week's kind of more on the Microsoft side. So last question, or last either or, more exciting HD remake, Halo CE or Beyond Good and Evil? We're going to start with Eddie. Oh, man. I know this is really hard for Eddie because those are two of his favorite games of all time. Beyond Good and Evil. Okay. Uh, Mitch? Uh, BG and E. Uh, Anthony. Uh, wow, this is a tough one. 
Um, I am going to say, let me see, which is more exciting. Um, probably, I'm going to say Beyond Good and Evil. Wow. Clean sweep. All right, so um, everybody thinks Beyond Good and Evil is the best game ever and Halo sucks. <laughs> so why do you think that? Let's see, who do we, uh, let's go with Eddie. Always um, with Eddie. Favoritism. <laughs> you got to go last time, didn't you? Or you went the first time. Mitch, you went the yeah. first time. Okay. Yeah, shut go. up, Mitch. Go, Eddie. <laughs> um, no, I love Beyond Good and Evil. And I, but actually, I think the main reason is it's only 800 points on Xbox Live. It's only going to be 10 bucks, which for a game that like was one of my favorites of last gen, like to have a HD upgrade and, you know, to only be 10 bucks, like, I feel like most places, most most companies would charge twenty, thirty bucks, but, but you know, eight hundred points is like nothing, and you get like a great game. So that that was the main reason for me. And I'm like, Halo C is probably going to be pretty cool, but like we talked about earlier, I don't expect it to be under sixty really. So yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm ex- I'm super excited to play it. It's such a great game. Oh yeah, Mitch, Anthony, y'all big fans. <clears throat> I've, I've never, never played it, so yeah, I never played it, and I want to play it. I've played Halo. Um, so if I had to choose which one, if, if, if you told me like only one of these can be remade, which one would you want? I'd say beyond good and evil. Cause I've always wanted to play it. Nice. Yeah. I'd, I don't feel like enough people got a chance to play that last generation. Cause it kind of, it, it seems like a very underground game, especially when you compare it to halo. So if I'm just going by a game, people need to experience, I think I'm going to go with beyond good and evil. Yeah. I'm like- super pumped about it. It had a great world. Um, awesome music. Uh, I love the character design. Had a pretty cool story, you know. Talking it's silly. <laughs> the talking pig. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just a, a unique, very original game. And so I just think everybody needs to play it, <laughs> especially when it'll only be $10. So I, really so can't I was thinking, that. do you think that we, like, I, I look at like that and um, like something like Beautiful Joe and Shadow of the Colossus, games like that all came out last generation do you feel like we have any games like that yet on this generation limbo yeah it's a well, raid. some kind of like but i mean i excluding downloadables like i'm feeling like um like real big put out games but that are kind of this niche like i feel like last guardian is going to be one of those games when that comes out yeah uh, i feel like ico is kind of they just do what they do and that's is that is make that game but yeah. you know yeah, i'm trying to think Hmm. Yeah, I'm sure there's some, but I just can't really. I'm sure there's at least one, you know. Maybe like, uh, like, uh, <laughs> like some people really like. Well, no, I was gonna say like Valkyria Chronicles because some people really love yes. that, and it's kind of really. Yeah. You know, actually, I was gonna bring that up. That's, That's a good point. That was a the great reason game. I was hesitating. is just because it's a tactical RPG, you know. Yeah. But it, it, but it is still. Or it was a think fantastic about, like, game that I did not want to finish, which is sad. But. <laughs> yeah, I know. I felt the same way. Demon Souls, maybe. I yeah, you know, because that is a, a niche game and it, it's got a really strong following. I mean, I love it to death. So, I mean, I'll go ahead and, and throw it in there. I would say Enslaved actually, because Enslaved actually has a similar kind of vibe, just in terms of like, um, kind of the way. I mean, it's they're not similar games at all, and Beyond Good and Evil's way better, but, um, like just that it is kind of this unique and that it's just got this kind of focused story, kind of cinematic, um, all that stuff. But yeah, enslaved I thought was a, was a pretty great game and it sold, 
I saw a thing. It sold less than five hundred thousand copies, which is nuts. Oh God! Yeah, for like a big release, like that, for that's, across both systems. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> wow, that 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 really is that. Is. I mean, does that even cover development costs? I doubt like, it. <laughs> yeah, because that was like a big time, big budget game. So, yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. You less know what? One thing I was gonna, one thing I was going to say is that it it actually caught on and became kind of a thing. But if it wouldn't have. I feel like it would have been it was uh, Heavy Rain. If Heavy Rain didn't like become this kind of like uh, indie darling, right? Like they do on like you know the, the Oscars. There's like the indie darling that like everybody goes and sees, like Slumdog Millionaire or whatever. If if it wasn't like that, I feel like Heavy Rain could have been that for this generation. Yeah, but it ended up selling really well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It ended up being that. I agree. That's that's probably a good example of that kind of game. Yeah. So, we'll do All right, well, that was kind of just a side thing. I was just curious if anybody had that. But everyone's also excited about Halo, yes? Yes, very excited. I'm interested to see if they do kind of some co-op fun Xbox Live stuff. So, Good deal. Well, I think that's going to be about it for the podcast. Unbeknownst to you guys, we've had lots of technical issues, and Anthony has just dropped (laughs) from the podcast again, so we're going to wrap it up without him. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. This was episode 19. Uh, be sure to rate and review the podcast on iTunes, um, The Gamer Sushi Show. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're twitter.com slash gamersushi. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm twitter.com slash Eddie Revis. I'm twitter.com uh, slash mi7ch. And Anthony is uh, Anthony Taylor underscore, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so follow him because he says funny stuff and loves uh, PlayStation. And then uh, I am twitter.com slash Nick Camardo. And uh, I guess that is it. Thanks for listening, guys. All right, thanks. Peace. Um, okay, hold on. Twitter.com slash Anthony Taylor underscore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got it. So just find it. <laughs> yeah, we already closed it out. I just find it. Fucking put it in there. Ow. Like Anthony Taylor underscore. Fuck it, I'm out. It's just a secret now.